Friends, you are here for episode 113 of the Love Your People Well podcast. And we are talking today about how to make difficult decisions for your family and for yourself, because you are, let's face it, a part of your family, a pretty important part of your family. And sometimes life just does not go the way that we think it will or hope it will or plan that it will and difficult decisions need to be made. So how do we know when that needs to happen? How do we make the call? How do we follow through? That is what we're diving into today, along with some updates for the Love Your People Well podcast. (laughs) So there is a lot of good stuff that we're going to tackle today. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, friends, as we jump into our conversation today about making difficult decisions on behalf of your family or for the good of your family, um, as always, let me remind you of a few resources. If this is a hot issue for you and your loved ones right now, then obviously I hope our discussion today will be helpful and will be a resource for you. Um, But I will remind you, we also have a variety of resources available on the Love Your People Well website. We have some devotionals there. We have some free resources around conflict resolution, uh, making changes in your family life, the five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. We have some free resources around Um, Bible reading and prayer time around self-care, like there's a lot of good stuff there. Um, So I would just remind you that those are always available for you at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash resources. And, you know, I'll go ahead and remind you of my disclaimer that I'm a therapist, but this podcast It is not therapy. (laughs) This is uh, not professional advice. It is informational and educational and helpful, hopefully, um, but it is not professional counseling. And if you're facing a difficult season in family life or hard choices that need to be made, that is a time when a lot of people seek out counseling, seek out that outside perspective, a third party perspective to talk things through or figure things out. Um, so just to put that out there, that is one of the more common reasons that people walk in the door for outpatient counseling. And so if you find yourself in that boat, you are not alone. And we do have resources on the website again, about how to get connected with a great Christian counselor. But let's, um, well, let's go ahead and set the stage for why we're talking about this topic today, because actually I had a completely different topic planned for today's episode. Um, But I have had to make some difficult decisions recently for the good of my family and, um, and for this podcast and this ministry. And so as I've been wrestling through that, praying through that, making plans, thinking it over, I realized this would be a helpful episode, not just like a helpful behind the scenes, what's going on for me as as we wrestle with things as a family, but to talk a little bit about what that process is like 
because we all go through seasons like that. I know a lot of my friends who go through that type of season when they have maybe their first kid or maybe it's their second kid or, you know, but at some point in the motherhood journey, wrestling with the question of, should I go back to work? Should I stay home? Should I advance my career? Should I cut back to part-time? Should I look for a different job? Should we homeschool, send our kids to public school? Like there are big decisions that have to be made in motherhood, uh, certainly in every area of life. But I know that recently over the past few years in my life, I've seen a lot of my friends wrestle through these type of questions. And that's just at the beginning of motherhood. (laughs) I mean, those questions can raise their raise their ugly little heads at any point in motherhood. But those are very common struggles right off the bat. How do I balance the things in my life, my personal life, my professional life? How do I balance that with what's best for my family? What's good for my marriage? What's good for my kids? Like how to balance all of that? Sometimes we really do have to make some difficult decisions. And of course, Many, many, many different things can come up in life that we're not expecting that throw us for a curveball where, again, we find ourselves wrestling through some difficult decisions. And as we think about how do we do that well, how do we love our people and take action that we know is good and we know is right, but we really don't want to do it or we really are struggling with it, how do we do that? The first thing that I think we all need to be intentional about is bringing in trusted people to help us think through those decisions. When we are wrestling with a difficult decision, um, even if it's really obvious, like, okay, this is the right decision and that's not the right decision, but I don't like it. I'm wrestling with it. I'm struggling with it for whatever reason. Even then, it's really helpful to have someone you trust that you can talk it through with. Um, But this is probably even more powerful, more important when it's not as black and white. It's not as clear of this is right and this is wrong, but it's more like, well, this is good. And this is also good. And this is really important too. And I can't do all of them because that's just not possible. We don't want to be trying to wrestle through these big life decisions alone. We need to invite in the Lord, first and foremost, we need to be praying through these difficult decisions, the conflicts or struggles that are coming up, laying that before him, seeking his wisdom, um, and seeking a heart of humility, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a few minutes. But we also need to be including our husband in these decisions. If these are family impacting decisions, he needs to be a part of it. Even if it feels like this is just me, this is my thing, my personal thing. Well, you know what? He's your man. He exists in part to love you and serve you and care for you and help you. Like you guys are a team. And so when you're wrestling through something, he should be a part of the process of processing it, of figuring it out and uh, probably of implementing it, especially if it's difficult. He is going to be a support and a necessary help. And then, like I've already mentioned, this might be a season of life where reaching out to a counselor or sitting down with your pastor or um, having some intentional conversations with some friends might be really helpful to get that outside perspective. 
Like the Lord, obviously he knows everything that's going on. He has plans and purposes that we are simply trying to live in line with. And our husband is a part of our family. He is our helper, our teammate, our our other half. And so of course he should be involved in family decisions. But sometimes it really is helpful to get even a little bit further away, get a perspective of someone who is not going to be immediately impacted by what you're wrestling with. They probably have their own opinions, their own experiences, but someone who can come alongside you and talk it through, ask some questions, pray about it with you, um, and just be kind of that support or that sounding board. So whoever that is or whatever that looks like, when you find yourself wrestling with a big decision, especially if it's starting to feel difficult or like, you know, I really know what I want and I don't know if I'm really going to be okay if it's a different answer from the Lord. We need to involve other people in helping us wrestle through and make these type of decisions. And then alongside that, I want to circle back to the idea of humility that I already mentioned that as a a part of why we take these type of issues to the Lord and we pray about them and wrestle with them with his wisdom and his guidance. Because we know from scripture, it is all over the place that the Lord calls us to be humble people. And one of the elements of humility is being willing to do things or accept things that that either don't make us look good or that don't make us feel good. Things that, that ultimately point out you are not in control. You are not limitless. You are not able to control everything in your life and make it happen the way that you want and force your plans through and have everything work out. We do not have that kind of power. And thanks be to God, because some of the plans I've had in my life I can easily look back and say, well, if that had happened, I would be so much less happy today than I am. So praise be to God that our plans do not always come to fruition, no matter how hard we press into them. But we are going to have a much smoother process of dealing with difficult seasons or decisions in our family life if we allow the Lord to humble us through the process. And so what I mean by that is that if you find yourself wrestling with a decision, um, you know, I already gave the example of new moms struggling with the question of, should I go back to work? Should I stay home? Like, how is this going to impact my career or the dreams and goals and plans that I have for my life just as a woman, you know, just personal goals that we have? How do I wrestle through all of that? Part of wrestling through that with the Lord is that he is going to humble you in that process. I don't know your specific situation, but I know the Bible says he will humble us. He delights to humble us. He humbles us because he loves us. So not only have I personally experienced this and counseled women who are wrestling with this and struggling with it, but I know from scripture that it has happened to you and it will happen again. Because when we have strong opinions about things or desires and goals in a certain area, eventually we come to a point in the road where we realize that is not God's plan for what is best for my family. You know, something else is going on with my kids or in my marriage or any number of other things where I'm going to need to 
sacrifice something that I care about or I'm going to need to change something that I don't want to change for the good of another person. And that is a humbling thing. It is humbling to realize we can't just make everything happen the way we want it to. And it's ultimately an even deeper life-transforming spiritual growth moment to be humbled by the Lord in a way where we allow him to shape our desires and our goals and our plans. And a lot of times, if you really do the hard work of wrestling through a big decision in life, should I go back to work or should I stay home? Um, You know, many, many, many other ones. Should we move for this job or should we stay where we are? Should, I mean, sometimes it's, should I marry this guy or should I not marry this guy? There's all sorts of big decisions that we have to make in life. Sometimes the answer feels obvious and sometimes it doesn't. But so often the process of wrestling through that, of actually being honest with the Lord, this is what I want and allowing him to search our hearts and help us understand, well, why is that what you want? Why is that what you're landing on? Is it truly for a a compassionate and gentle and other-oriented reason? Or is it maybe some pride? Maybe some vanity? Maybe some selfishness? Maybe some materialism? Maybe the world is influencing this desire or this goal whatever it is you're wrestling with, at some point we all come to that fork in the road where the Lord will convict us and help us realize the thing that, I, that I'm that i pressing toward and that I want, it's either not good because my motivation for it is not holy, or maybe it is good, but it's not the best. It's not actually the best plan for this season or this moment or for my family. And those, my friend, are humbling experiences. And so, yes, we need to invite other people into the process so we are not wrestling through these type of situations alone. And we also have to humble ourselves before the Lord to ask him and invite him and allow him to search our heart and convict us of where whatever it is that is motivating us or guiding us that is not actually of him and for him. And we need to humble ourselves to recognize that sometimes even the good things that we are doing or pursuing are not actually the best things. Maybe for us personally, or maybe it is, again, for someone else, for your kids or for your husband, sometimes we do need to take a step back from something we think that we want <laughs> for the thing that we actually want, that that healthy, wonderful marriage, that incredibly close relationship with our kids, the discipleship of our kids, our own spiritual growth. I mean, there's so many things that we want that ultimately take a higher priority than maybe a personal goal, a professional goal, something, you know, a hobby or something going on in our life that we value and it might be really good, it might be really important, but sometimes the Lord calls us to set that aside or to change how we do it for the good of the bigger picture, the other people, the the larger experience of life that we share with our family. So there are a variety of, um, I guess I would call them like tools or activities that we can do that help us wrestle through these type of difficult decisions. Um, the pros cons list, that's a very popular one. 
Um, another activity that I will sometimes use in the counseling room with people is um, like a visualization exercise. Okay, this is where you're at today. What do you picture in, you know, in six months, in a year, in five years, these various areas of life that are important, your marriage, your relationship with your kids, your work, your church involvement, your relationship with the Lord, you know, these all these various areas. Let's really paint a picture of what we want life to look like in six months, in a year, in five years. And then let's evaluate this decision you're wrestling with. Is it going to point you toward that? Is it going to actually help you take action steps toward those goals, those visions, that that ideal life? Which, of course, we can't force and we can't make it happen. Um, but if we have a clear picture, a realistic, godly, biblical picture of what it would look like, Sometimes that will help us clarify our decision today. And then another helpful activity for figuring out, you know, actually making a difficult decision. um, Another activity there would be an in-depth, very intentional Bible study or devotional or like some other spiritual discipline uh, that that is purposefully engaged in with the goal of wrestling through this decision with godly wisdom. So that might be a really deep Bible study on on the topic of humility or on, you know, the issue of of motherhood or gender roles or, you know, you're wrestling with, should I go back to work or stay home? There's a lot in scripture that doesn't speak to that specific question, but you could go deep into Proverbs 31. You could go deep into Ephesians 5. You could go deep into the Proverbs as a whole, um, in, into the Psalms, into, you know, a study of of important biblical women or, you know, all sorts of areas, but you could really press into a biblical study around whatever your question or your struggle is. Um, Or other spiritual disciplines might include a season of fasting or a season of um, very intensive prayer, maybe with someone, maybe by yourself. Um, there, There certainly are other spiritual disciplines, but those are probably the three that in my experience, personally, and counseling other women have been really helpful to really go deep in God's word, in prayer, or in fasting, or maybe all three, um, to really seek and open ourselves to what God has to say about this question or this struggle. Again, accepting the reality that his answer might not be what we want to hear. And a lot of times, if that's the case, I mean, he he can, of course, do what he did with Paul and like, boom, here's a blinding light and you can't see and I'm going to tell you what to do. And like your whole life changes at this exact moment. Or uh, my personal experience, at least, has been that the Lord will make something very clear. Like I'll kind of be like gently wrestling with something. You know, you get that sense of like, oh, is this quite right? Or I wonder about this. And he'll... I mean, basically what boil, what it boils down to looking back is that he'll tell me what to do. He'll, he'll make it clear to me, Jessica, you should leave that job and go to this other job. That was a very specific experience in my life. Jessica, you should marry this man. <laughs> that was a very clear um, insight, you know, not an audible voice from God, but it was very clear to me pretty early on when I was dating my now husband. I, in my experience, there's like a gentle wrestling, kind of a questioning. The Lord gives an answer. And then I, and that's really when the wrestling starts for me. And this is, again, just my personal way of often struggling through these difficult life situations. 
Because at that point, whatever the Lord said, if it's exactly what I wanted to hear or it feels easy, then it's like, all right, awesome, let's go. Like there's no wrestling at that point. That's not a difficult decision at that point. But when the Lord says, quit your job and take this other job that pays less and is not as predictable and, you know, has all these other elements that make you a little bit scared. Well, then my pride comes up and then my idolatry of financial security might come up. My um, value on being comfortable and having a predictable schedule might come up like these things that are not holy, but they are a reality. All of a sudden those pop to the surface. And now I can wrestle with prayer and fasting and, and thinking it through and writing a hundred different pros and cons lists. And, and it's kind of a time, it takes time. I would say that not a, it's not a time consuming process, but at least for me, I need a little while to wrestle through it in that way in order to feel confident that where I'm landing, that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way at the beginning, or it was a difficult pill to swallow at the beginning, all of a sudden I realized like the Lord has changed my heart about this and it's no longer as scary as it was, or it's no longer as as frustrating as it was. All of a sudden this this plan makes sense to me, or I feel better about it, I have more peace about it. Um, and typically in my experience, the Lord will confirm it again with that, that very clear sense in, in a time of prayer or, or a word from someone who I trust, um, or even sometimes just like an article or blog post I read that it's like, yes, the Lord is speaking. He's confirming this for me. And now I can move forward. So of course, your personal experience of wrestling through a difficult decision um, could very well look different. It might be that boom, this is what you need to do. It's very clear from the Lord and things change in the moment. Um, it might be some in-depth you know, counseling or pros and cons, prayerfully thinking it through. It might be a season of fasting. Like it could be any number of things. The Lord works in millions of different ways. He knows exactly what we need, but it might not happen as quickly as it ideally would, as we would like it to happen. And I'm sure as the Lord would like it to happen. Sometimes it is a process. And then at the end of that process, okay, so you've recognized there's this issue, this question that I'm wrestling with. I've invited other people in. I'm allowing the Lord to humble me, to change me, not just kind of tell me what to do, but to actually change me through this wrestling process. I've done the necessary activities or, you know, Bible study, fasting, whatever it is, you know, to to feel confident about the decision that I've made, even though it is difficult. Now we get to the point where we actually have to do it. We actually have to quit the job and accept the other job, or we actually have to um, either hire a baby, a nanny so we can go back to work or turn in our notice so we can stay home. We actually have to take action. So how do we do that part? Now, hopefully it's it's a lot easier at this point in the process because we have wrestled through it and we are feeling confident that this is from God. Sometimes we need to do some prep work ahead of time, like practice what am I going to say or um, mentally prepare ourselves and our husbands or whoever that like I might be really emotional for a while or um, I, I'm just feeling really... Um, 
I'm struggling with this. I'm feeling frustrated by this. Like I might be really irritable. Help me with this. Like we might need to do some prep work for taking the actual action step. How do we do it? Or when are we going to do it? Or, or something like that. But at the end of the day, once we know what the Lord wants us to do, once we have actually decided whether I liked it or not, or whether today I like it or not, you know, if we've decided this is what is best for my family, for myself, this is what the Lord wants me to do, I'm going to move forward. At the end of the day, we have to just do it. We have to make the phone call or turn in the resignation letter or, you know, put a contract on that new house or whatever it is. And we actually have to step into that new future. And is there fallout after that? A lot of times there is. A lot of times our emotions come back up or we start to have second second thoughts about it. You know, now we're questioning ourselves or um, we have to deal with questions from other people that may or may not be as gracious about a big decision as we would hope they would be. Um, our own sin, our own temptations, our own flesh might very well come back out, like really trying to get us to change our direction away from the Lord. We can't expect it's just smooth sailing from the point of actually taking action on this difficult decision, but we press forward. And a lot of times, once we get to that point and we actually take the step, I'm not saying it's easy at that point, but a lot of times it is easier because the wrestling and the figuring it out and the humbling ourselves and the, the, the figuring out and being willing to do what is right for someone else that really doesn't feel great for you or it's, it's sad for you or it's disappointing for you or it's changing your own goals or your own plans, that part is really messy and often painful and slow. And so once we get to the point of actually taking action, now we are on the new path. And a lot of times, even though that's not fun necessarily um, and not easy, it is easier. It's more clear of what is the next step. We have that grounding of why am I taking this step, this difficult step? Why am I doing it? And we have something to stand on at that point rather than this shifting ground of just trying to figure it out and wrestle it through and and flip-flopping back and forth. We can walk down the path that the Lord has laid out before us. And so if or when you find yourself wrestling with a big decision, a difficult decision for yourself or your family, um, I would really encourage you to, to think it through in these steps, not to try to tackle everything at the same time. Pull in other people who you trust to talk it through, process it through, brainstorm, figure it out. Make yourself available to the Lord for him to humble you and and actually work in you and change you through this process. And then engage in those tools or those activities that help you think it through. A pros and cons list, a deep Bible study, a season of fasting or a season of prayer, um, an activity of, of really visualizing where am I going, what, what am I aiming toward, and which decision, left or right, right or wrong, you know, take the job, don't take the job, stay at home or go back to work, which decision actually points me most powerfully, most directly in the direction that I, that I really want to go. And then once a decision is made, take action walk forward on that path. 
with the firm foundation of knowing that the Lord has directed you. He directs our paths. The Proverbs are very clear. We have our plans. We think things through. We try to figure it out. But the Lord is weighing the motives of our heart. And ultimately, he is directing our path. So many things in life, they're really big decisions and they really matter. But at the end of the day, it's far more important to the Lord of how we came to that decision rather than what exactly the decision is. And of course, there are plenty of decisions we could make that would offend the Lord. You know, if you're debating, should I steal $10,000 from my employer or not? Well, there's a very clear decision on that. You don't need to wrestle it through. The Lord is clear. You should not steal the money. But when you're wrestling through, should I keep this job or take that job? A lot of times it's much more about your reasoning, your motives. Why do I want to say yes here? Why do I want to say yes there? What am I wrestling with? That is the process where the Lord can grow us. And we want to let him do that. So as we wrap things up today, I mentioned at the beginning that we have a few changes, announcements. I don't remember the word I used, but we have a few uh, changes happening for the Love Your People Well podcast. And um, yes, it has been kind of a difficult um, wrestling season. So I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to go into all the background and details and all of this, um, but I probably should have thought more of like exactly what I wanted to say. Well, anyway, um, we've, this is something I've really been thinking about and praying about for a few months now and following all the steps that we just talked about today. And there are some changes that I'm really excited to make for this ministry that I think the Lord has led me to. And um, at first I was thinking like, okay, I'm going to dive in, like I'm going to make that happen right now. And then right now became really soon. And then really soon became well, maybe this is part of a bigger wrestling for our whole family. Um, there's just, there's a lot that's been going on in this past season, uh, like the fall and winter of 2022. And the more that I try to wrap my brain around what really is best for our whole family and not just any compartment of our family life, like love your people well versus... Um, health for our family versus my marriage versus our finances, you know, all these different little compartments. I can think about them all separately, but they are a cohesive whole. And so um, there are some really exciting things coming up. I'm not going to talk about exactly what those are because I want to flesh those out a little bit more fully uh, through some continued prayer and like behind the scenes stuff that needs to happen. But to make time for that, to make it reasonable for that to actually happen, we are going to take a 10-week hiatus from the podcast. I actually have already um, cut out social media. If you do follow me on Instagram, you may have noticed I have not posted anything in a ridiculously long time. Um, and the Facebook group as well. Like social media is going to take a huge backseat, if any seat at all, <laughs> moving forward. Um, So I actually already kind of rolled that out, but, um, oh, you might hear my little guy here. He woke up from his nap and wanted to say hello. Um, But for the podcast itself, we're going to take a 10-week hiatus. My plan is to come back after Easter. I think that will give me the time that I need to flesh out some of these other, not 
huge changes. Um, we're still going to talk about you know the same stuff and all of that, but to really figure out how do I want to roll out some of this and move things forward in a way that is consistent with the other areas of my life and what's going on as you know a family of six now, and my husband has a new job at the church, and you know kind of refiguring what does this really all look like and how does it fit together. Oh, little man has a cough. So we're going to go on hiatus. Um, I will have a special little bonus episode just to announce that, I guess, more fully. Because I also would love... Oh, I couldn't tell if he was getting fussy here for a second. I would love to hear from you during this time. I'm going to have a little survey with a thank you gift if you want to fill it out. Um, But I would love to hear from you as I'm kind of mapping things out and, and planning for the new season of this ministry to make sure that I'm not just talking about what I think is important, but what you would say is actually genuinely meaningful and important. So I'll share a little bit more about that in a special quick bonus episode, um, probably next week. Let's be honest, I'm looking at the calendar. It'll probably be next week. And then we'll take a hiatus for those 10 weeks and come back after Easter. That is the plan. Um, But the website will still be operating lovegroupeoplewell.com. There's resources. There's a backlog of over 100 episodes of the podcast that you can listen to. Like, there's still a lot of good stuff there, my friends. Um, But yeah, it was not an easy decision. Taking a break, like, is not my plan and doesn't really go in line with my vision or my personality. Um, But the Lord has been clear that it would be a good thing (laughs) to set things down and kind of go behind the scenes and and uh, and then kind of relaunch with the things that he wants me to do actually in place and not just like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, and then never having time. So I'm excited for it. And if you are subscribed to the show, of course, it will still pop right up there in your library. When we are back, you won't have to think about it or do anything at all. So hit that little plus sign right now to follow the show. And uh, check out the website until we are back again after Easter. But my friend, until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.